this stuff, well, here I am, right, Wilco Johnson, I'm talking to John Otway, right, and I've got to say, we were due to do some gigs together back in February. I'm talking about February last year, right? I know, and th- yeah. And then, anyway, this thing happened. Now, what's been happening with you? Um, not a lot, really. I mean, um, <laughs> and I, I think since 19, um, about 1975, I've done pretty much 100 shows a year. But in the last year, I've done two. Wow. I, I managed to sneak in two. Um, Bank Holiday Weekend in August, there was an outdoor show. Managed to get that one in. And then I did this... Um, Spaced gig, you know, one of the ones where you you played oh, yeah. a Peter dotted around, you, you, you know, a huge theatre yeah. with a few people <laughs> dotted about, which was awful. Um, <laughs> the punters couldn't heckle. Yeah, they weren't they weren't allowed. What? <laughs> what? They had to wear they were, they had to wear masks, and they were told, you know, <laughs> by the promoters that um, heckling was actually forbidden. <laughs> What? I don't know. What's the reasoning behind that? Oh, because you spread the virus. What? The, what the, the, the virus spreads easier on 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 words of heckle. Yes. Uh, you... <laughs> Get off. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that was a gig. I mean, I've done anything, me. I can see, you see, I'm I'm um, I'm what they call shielding, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I gather you probably were various. Uh, complications right i mustn't get this thing and which but when it first started it just meant i i, I had to lock myself indoors i'm indoors right and oh, no, i can't go out i, can I can't even go to the gate i can't go there there's people in masks turning up delivering <laughs> delivering my <laughs> food man it was quite a mess it was, you know, i think that like the, the, the that first stage of it was very science fiction and then it just got very boring yeah, it's very, it's very strange. I mean, the, the whole thing was strange. I mean, it's... Uh, What's um, to become of us? <laughs> I know the thing is, it's, it's really funny because I always sort of said, you know, um, I, I, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I'm never going to retire. And then in a very funny sort of way, you're forced into retirement. Yes. The, the thing, I mean, I, I, I kid you not, I haven't touched my guitar all this time in this room, the guitar's sitting over there, right? but I ain't touched it. I've done it because you've just been given this thing where the indefinite future is like there's no gigs, and I mean that, that's what that's what I, want, I like to do. I, I'm not one of these people that sits around learning diminished chords and things. I'll t- tell you what got me, that I, um, and the reason I've sort of like tried every day to do a bit of playing. I don't know what, what it's like for you, but if you lose the, the hardness of the uh, of the end of your fingers on, on, on your left hand, when when you start playing, if you do an hour's gig, it really bloody yes. hurts because the <laughs> strings are, the, the strings are just stuck in them. So I've tried to keep keep the end of my fingers hard. Norman Watroy um, uh, dips his fingers in, um, uh, what is it? Methylated <laughs> spirit. <laughs> Methylated <laughs> spirit or something. Uh, something lighter fuel, something like that. Yeah. And he, he used to swear by that. Uh, whether that works or not, I don't know. So, I mean, you, uh, 
You've been doing some stuff, though, yeah? You've been doing some casts. Yeah. Well, when, we, when the lockdown started, I did a series of lockdown shows on Facebook Live. How did you do, uh, how did you do uh, that? That was quite good for me. Um, basically, I got my friend to so basically point a, a mobile phone at me, and um, I, I, I did a series of nine shows. And quite a few people were doing it, but... I, I decided I'd make mine like a show and not repeat myself for, throughout the nine shows, which meant, because um, we were doing it every Saturday, which meant I had to do something that I hadn't done in years and years and years, which was, like, learn how to play songs <laughs> yeah. that I'd never played before. Because yeah. with the band, I mean, I always used to sort of, you know, if um, I say, how does that one go? And if the chords looked a bit complicated, I'd go, well, I'll just sing that. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of, you know, so the beginning of the lockdown, I I was actually practicing and, and learning chords and learning to put my fingers in places I'd never put them before. <laughs> so you so you managed to do it, and uh... yeah, I mean, I, I did nine shows, and it was quite good. We actually, got quite good viewing figures. I mean, it sort of like averaged a few thousand, a few thousand people, sort of like every week. Which is quite good, um, and I did it for nine weeks until basically uh, the pubs opened again, and then um, once the pubs opened again, there's no point in doing it anymore. <laughs> um, but I, there doesn't seem to be the same with this sort of second lockdown. There doesn't seem to be the same spirit of enthusiasm. Everybody's just sort of no, miserable. It's, it's not. It's awful. It's it's, yeah. it's just. I mean, it's like you just—you just get into the mentality that this is that this is how we live. Yeah, it's and, very uh, strange. Wow. Um, I mean, I've got a few things. I'm planning. I'm planning for the future a bit uh, because um, April the second this year, I was going to do my five thousandth gig. Wow. Because I booked it. I booked it. I, I booked it about a year before, and I had about sort of um, eighty odd gigs to go. So I thought, well, I, I can do that. Then this happened, and I had to put my five thousandth gig off by a whole year. So it's now on. It's now next year. It's now April the second um, next year. Oh well, we'll stick that in your diary, folks. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to. That. We did. I did a big thing for my uh, my two thousandth gig. I, I, I remember, and then I've just been doing. Yeah, solidly gigging since. You gigger. So um, I remember, um, what was the what, what was the occasion when you uh, you did the Albert Hall? Yeah. Um, so I remember because uh, I got up and played a couple of numbers on that. But I remember I remember you in the days uh, before that just got absolutely frantic because you had an orchestra and everything, didn't you? <laughs> Can you tell us about that? Yeah, well, um, I thought I thought if we're doing the um, if we're doing the Albert Hall, um, then you know, uh, you, you, you need an or you know you need a full symphony orchestra, don't you? I mean, you do really. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and so um, they 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 are quite expensive full symphony orchestras. Oh, right. However, however, when I was a kid, my first thing I, I ever played in was the Osby Youth Orchestra. Which was, um, you know, full full symphony orchestra. So I checked out, and they were still going, and it meant I could book 
Dale's for you talkers trying to introduce them as my my this is my first ever band. They've been through a few lineup changes. <laughs> but they're still going. And so I got um a few things orchestrated, um, you know, for, for me and orchestra. How do you do that? Um I found some I, I found this guy who could um do some orchestration. Orchestrated it. And um I had this idea of, uh, there's this uh, poem I used to do on a guitar called The Highwayman, I don't know if you know it, uh, and um, big long poem, and I thought, oh, that'd be good, it could be my, like my Peter and the Wolf for Otway and Orchestra. And the problem was, they was beautifully orchestrated, but I could never do it in time. I always got lost. And the orchestra don't stop and wait for you to catch up. <laughs> And I never got, I used to go every Saturday morning to the orchestral rehearsal and I never got it right until the, we, we actually did it at the Albert Hall. Absolutely scary. Because you're yes, just I, as I say, I, rem- I remember uh, in, the, in the, the days leading up to the show, you were on the phone to me and you were talking about this and you were like, well, what was it you said? You said, it's, it's like a tank. You can't, you can't stop it. Yeah. It's terribly frightening, and I mean, you've got all these kids, and you know, and they brought all their mums down to see them play the Albert Hall, and then you've got this Wally, right, <laughs> that can't do it, <laughs> and I was absolutely petrified of, you know, the the, the conductor sort of like waving and telling the orchestra, <laughs> pulling the orchestra to a halt, again <laughs> to start again. Ah, oh, I mean, I the, the video of that, I watched the video of that. And, you know, you can just watch the relief. As I do the last line of the song, you can just see the relief on my face. Oh. <laughs> um, the thing we did at the Albert Hall, um, I can remember it, and then they edited up the footage um, a, a, little, a little while ago and um, of us to the, 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 um, the Royal Albert Hall, and it was much better than I remembered. It was actually, actually quite good fun. I think, I mean, I think that whole night was fantastic. Uh, um, it, it, it was just like it seemed like a crazy thing. Oh, why does the Albert Hall right? And I can remember your manager leading me up to uh, uh, before the show and le- leading me out to somewhere to look at. And there was all these people. It was I mean, wow. And uh, yeah, I think it was a great show. Oh no, it's, it's good. It's funny. There was a program on um, telly this morning celebrating the hundred and fiftieth anniversary of the Royal Albert Hall. It was on the news today. And, um, you know, guys in the Albert Hall were saying, you know, it is one of the pinnacles of uh, somebody's career to, to do the uh, to, to, to do the Albert, you know. And it's one of the, you know, it's one of the things you take off. I mean, there was that standing joke, wasn't it? Um, How do you get to the Albert Hall? Practice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do much of that, but I got to the Albert Hall. Yeah. So, I mean, how how did you kind of think of doing that? You just, well, she, I mean, you spring out ideas, don't you? Um, yeah, yeah but, but I mean, something like doing the Alba Hall. I mean, I thought about that when I was nine years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just didn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> right. But I, I, it's funny since since the. Um, I'd, um, I I so had the, had the hit back in sort of seventy seven, and then my career went downhill, and um, so I brought out um, an autobiography called Rock and Roll's Greatest Failure, 
um, you know, which is, you know, I sort of, it was an idea that I'd just sort of write a book about how you can destroy your own career and you don't really need record companies or managers to destroy it for you. You can, <laughs> you can do it yourself. Um, but that sort of took off and then we started working on like project to project, you know what I mean? Things like, you know, well, we'll do something for the 2000s gig and then we'll do the Albert Hall and um, then, you know, did a campaign to have a hit for my... Um, 50th birthday. That, that, that was good. That, you were getting on telly and everything, weren't you? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's been quite good, sort of like lurching from, um, you know, w w w one mad idea to the other. Um, I mean, the, the last sort of mad idea was that we uh, went and recorded the last album in Montserrat in the, um, in the Caribbean, because uh, Air Studios, I don't know if you know this, got um, hurricaned and volcanoed. And um, the last people to record there were the R Rolling Stones in 1989. Yeah. So I had, you know, I had this idea after the hurricane and volcano, I could be the third natural disaster to hit the island. <laughs> and so we took the band over there, and we were the first act to record on Montserrat. It's St George Martin's place since the Rolling Stones in '89. So that's quite a good old campaign, and. Um, and it meant that there was something interesting about the album. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. I don't know what I was thinking earlier. Of when we did that tour with the Hamsters, do you remember? Oh, yeah. The yeah, Mad, um, the Bad and the Dangerous, wasn't it? The Mad, it? Bad and the Dangerous. What, what I couldn't work out, and it was incredibly kind of you, um, everybody let me sort of finish off the show. I mean, I was sort of like doing the, the intro. But basically, everybody worked really, really hard. Much harder than me. I did much longer sets than me. But I came up and was allowed to take all the glory for the last number. We, went, we all went back on. And play them, hit me with your rhythm stick, because of Norman. You, you give a bit of rap yeah. about Norman. And and, goes, and then, we, then we did uh, Born to be Wild. Now, th this is an absolute enduring image in my mind. Was was uh, you and I standing either side of a microphone, looking right into each other's faces, singing Born to be Wild. Born to, <laughs> and I don't know the feeling of it. There was, there was something... Absolutely ridiculous, and yet somehow profound. <laughs> We're just looking oh, at I, each I other. Love I, mean, I, I can see your face. <laughs> Born to be wild. I, no, I, I, I really, really enjoyed that tour. I really, really, you know, it was absolutely, absolutely, it's great fun. And, um, and I mean, obviously, it was playing bigger places than I was used to, which was, you know, wonderful for my ego. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We were touring away, singing Bones Would Be Wild. <laughs> it, was, it was quite a long tour. And um, good old Barry Hamster, he was, um, he was really good. I mean, as a sort of like a, a tour organiser, he did a really, really good job of putting together um, yeah, pretty solid um, you know, bunch of dates. We done some, we did some big ones, don't we? Like that Butlins at... Where was it? 
Oh, that was great. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Lindsay Skegness. Skegness. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people came. I've come up to me since and said that particular show, that particular day, was one of the best things that. Yes, the they were. No, af- afterwards, all of the. I mean, you often hear this after a gig, don't you? After a good gig, but the, all all of the like the staff and everything were, were saying, "Wow, this is a, that was the greatest gig that's been here." Yeah, people still say that. You know, I just still keep bumping into people at gigs, and and, and some of them, the reason they came is because they really uh, thought that, that was a, a magical piece of, uh, you know, magical gig. Yeah, let's pat ourselves on the back. And meanwhile, we're stuck in these rooms. Yeah. Are you going to do any more okay. podcasting? Um. I, I did something quite interesting. I did um, the first book I ever wrote. I did. I did, decided to sort of like do do that as an audio book and put out a chapter as a podcast. Um, and, and that's on my side. And that's been quite popular. Quite quite a few people did that. And it's um, one thing I do enjoy is um, talking about myself. <laughs> 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 so reading your own. That's cool. Is that cool? That's really me in the book. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff in there. I mean, there is, for instance, is, you had a Bentley, didn't you? Yeah. Tell me about yes, the Bentley. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely true, right? I, I, I can't drive, and I never could drive. Um, but when Polydor gave us a bunch of money, we went to see the accountant, and the accountant said, well... Um, sensible, sensible thing to sort of save a bit of money is if you buy, if you buy yourself, you know, buy a car each, and <laughs> he wouldn't, he wouldn't have suggested that if he'd have known I couldn't drive. But as soon as the accountant said, "Go and buy a car," um, I thought, "Well, what, what sort of car would you know would I start driving?" And um, I was sitting outside this pub in this nineteen forty nine. Bentley drove past with a for sale sign in the back. So I sent one of my minions off to get the phone number. And uh, I, I, I bought it, which <laughs> I was uh, great, because I... <laughs> and that employed a couple of school, old schoolmates to sort of drive me around to Shawfers. And, uh, yeah. I always... I mean, I never learned to drive, right? I don't drive. And uh, back in the days of Dr. Feelgood's success and that, I thought, well, you know, cars actually bore me, but I'll get a car and and, uh, I'd like to have a Bentley. And uh, the figure starts looking around. He's going, you can get them quite cheap, actually, but he's going, the thing was, nobody would insure this learner, driver, musician, to to uh, have this Bentley, so I, I I gave the idea up. Oh, yeah, you, you you should have got a chauffeur. It's great. It, the way it worked was the way it worked. All, all my sort of like my, um, mates, I got to drive me round basically. I say you drive me round a bit. You can keep the car when I'm not using it. And they used, to, you know, they 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 thought it was wonderful to impress girls with. I, I, I say you could do it, you know, quite a good swap. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd still uh, do like Bentleys, a certain kind, like a, uh, I don't know, fifties one. And uh, no, I'm too old now. And I sit there, you know. I, well, I'm in this <laughs> room, you know. I can't. 
I can't practice on my Bentley in this room. I'll tell you one thing I have been, I've, I've been doing. I've been making homemade beer. Yeah? Yeah. So that's, that, that, that's, been, that's been quite quite interesting. How do you do it? Um, you buy a kit from Wilco's. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, uh, do you have to have big, big plastic barrels and that? And... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you've got a plastic barrel in the house next to the radiator to keep it warm. And... Uh, Ferment it and then, uh, yeah, it's drinkable. Drinkable. Mm. Potent. Yeah, reasonably. <laughs> so, and uh, we've got those dates put put back in now, haven't we, for uh, for next year? Yes, I mean they kept. Put, I mean, like I said, it was supposed to be February last year, and then and then they're going all this thing starting. It looks like they're putting and put them back to the summer last summer, and then it was to, it was supposed to be this February. And wow. Yeah, and I, 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 off the top of my head, I think we we start work together in um, February twenty two. I think. Well, that's uh... is that that's two years, isn't it? That's two years since you were supposed to do it. <laughs> oh, good grief! In a way, you should sort of panic in that, but I mean, it's like you say, it's just now at this stage of it, it's just got so. We're just so soaked with it, you can't even raise any emotion. Yeah, no, it's 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 really really strange. <laughs> so you got your beer. Yes, I um, it's not very good. It's it's not very healthy. Um, these lockdowns aren't very healthy at all, really. No, not at all. I mean, uh, and I'm definitely shedding brain cells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you, as I say, you're going to be doing. You you you're going to do some more podcasts. Um, yeah, what I'm, what I'm doing at the moment, uh, well, for Gig 5000, what, what, what I've done, because I'm, I'm, I'm so, so bored, what I, what, what I did was, because um, I wanted to put some sort of like a, you know, um, program and stuff with a lot of memorabilia in it, I thought I'll get all my photos together and, um, and, and, and edit them. And so I put them all in um, a photo app on my, uh, on my Mac and there's 90,000 of them taking up a tetrabyte. <laughs> so I, I'm, getting them, I'm getting them in order. But what I'm thinking of doing to sort of like, you know, give you some sort of, uh, cons- you know, uh, way of putting them together is put together a slideshow. Because um, yeah. um, being rock and roll's greatest failure, I thought, what is the, you know, what is the worst entertainment you can possibly put together? And you, you start thinking, well, if somebody invites you around to come and look at look at their holiday photos, I mean that's bad, isn't it? I mean that is just, that, that, that is no fun. But you can go, but you can go one worse. If somebody invites you around like they used to do in the old days and puts up a screen and gets a slide projector and actually shows their holiday slides with a button, yeah. <laughs> with a button. So ah. Uh, uh, so I've got this idea. I'm going to put a, a slideshow together for the five thousand gigs with all the photographs. 
with a with a commentary, and because um, I think that is, is probably the sort of uh, the direst piece of entertainment I could possibly. Hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds good. Um, so, so, so that's uh, that's what I'm working at, at the moment. I'm working through the the ninety the ninety thousand um, ninety thousand photos at the moment. When do you think it will see the light of day? Um, I heard that maybe uh, maybe in about th- maybe in about three months. As soon as we, it looks it looks like that we'll get back to uh, the roadmap that has just been announced. It's June the twenty first, and that's when. Um, so I've I've started sticking in gigs for then. So I, hopefully I'll get I, you know, get through the ninety thousand photos by June the twenty first. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, I've done absolutely nothing, haven't I? Yeah, I've read, sometimes <laughs> I get, sometimes I get into reading. Oh yeah, that's what I got. I got the new. Microsoft Flight Simulator. All right. Yeah, and uh, this thing is fantastic, man. I bought a proper pilot's yoke and all that, and I've got my television standing up next to it. And that, that, I mean, the, it's fantastic. These planes, right? You fly, it looks so realistic. You fly over London. You you can fly over Africa and see elephants walking about. You, you can fly. I flew around the world, right? I, 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 right, I've got this little jet I like flying. Right, it's like a Learjet or something. Right, I take it off from uh, South End, and then uh, 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 go a bit um, uh, westwards. Anyway, I find I get myself uh, heading exactly south. Right, so I'm like on the on the uh, line, and. Uh, these th- these things. I mean, you can you can just give yourself uh, good weather and uh, unlimited fuel, and and so the, the aeroplane is flying due south, and you can fly, and you can you look at it. Oh, we'll go there. Goes the Isle of Wight, and and uh, right now it's France. A bit later, you're over the sea. Then you see it's gone all oh, wow. You're over the Sahara, right? You're still flying south. You're still flying directly south. Now. Uh, you've done it. This takes hours, right? So you you can. I'll just switch it off from the television. Put the television programs on, or or even uh, 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 go to sleep or something. And uh, anyway, turn. I, I I switch it on again. See where we got to. And I look out, and I and outside my window, I can see the crescent moon, right? And outside the aeroplane's window, I can see the same crescent moon, but it's on its back, right? I realise I'm going down past the equator, and I keep going, and I'm still going south, and I'm going south. I don't know where I am, probably over the Pacific. It's just blue. And uh, then at at one point I woke up and saw that uh, I was coming up to some... uh, It must have been in Antarctica. It It was all white. And then I'm looking at the thing, and I realise that I am gradually... Still heading in the, exactly the same line that I've passed the pole, and and you keep going, and gradually the the compass moves round, and still flying on the same line, you're heading north, and you're going back up and fly, oh, fly wow. back up. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so how high do you fly? Well, just as far high as you like. You can do anything. You fly about. I mean, it's good. You can get. A li- I get a little plane. I got a little plane. Fly it out of Southend Airport. Southend's uh, good. They've got. They've got to make the pier a bit better, I think. But, but, 
fly, fly, fly around in that over Canvey Island <laughs> or some uh, massive expedition to, towards uh, Africa. Right. Well, talking about South End, um, we couldn't do it last year, but a few years before that, I had a convention to, and take a, to, took over the uh, the big hotel in South End, which has been good fun. I'd take all, all the rooms, two hundred of them. So we're doing that again this uh, this autumn. Yeah. Um, I think uh, end of November, so we should we we should be allowed to um, fill up a hotel then, shouldn't we? Well, one can only hope, but um, things keep changing. Yeah, you must, you must, you must drop in and see us um, when we come down at the end of November. You, sh- you should be allowed out. You should be allowed. You should be allowed out by then. They let me out. You know, the guards are gone. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, so- that that would be something to look forward to. But I mean, that's- so are you thinking about June the 21st as um, a time when you can leave the, leave the house? I, I tell you what, I really don't. They keep changing it, and, you know, and I, keep, I keep saying to my son, uh, what, what, what can I do? What am I supposed to do? You know, can, I, can I go down the corner shop? Or, you know, largely I've just stayed indoors and uh, occasionally go to the corner shop with my mask on. And uh, whatever the instructions they give, I just uh, it's easy just to keep doing that. But uh, all right, have you had a jab yet? Yes. I've, oh, well done. Uh, <laughs> me too. And I've got um, uh, I don't know. They give me this jab, and they said in ten or twelve weeks they give me the second one. But then I don't yeah, understand what that does. What does that do? That mean I'm, I still got you know. What does it mean? It means I can't catch it. Yeah, I mean, what it means that there's, um, you know, you're seventy five percent likely not to catch it. Basically, seventy five eighty percent like not not to catch it. Yeah, but that means twenty five percent you can catch it. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's better than a hundred percent you can catch it, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, where is it? Um, I, I had it March um, last March. I had it. You had it. Um, yeah, and it was ridiculous um, at the time that the um, the government was saying unless you've been abroad or been with somebody that's been abroad, it's not COVID. And um, I caught it basically just going on the tube. And of course, the the, the Piccadilly line comes straight out of Heathrow. Absolutely packed. Absolutely packed. Piccadilly line, and um, I got it. And because the, the government had sort of said, um, no, it's not going to be COVID, um, I thought, I'm not feeling very well. I'll go down the pub. To- <laughs> 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 yeah, seriously. I thought, well, then I've been told it's not COVID, therefore I'm not feeling very well. So the best thing to make me feel better <laughs> is to go down the pub. You're a, you're a super spreader. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, loads of people caught it after that, but I didn't sort of go. No, 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 no. That would no, be, no. be me then. So anyway, <laughs> what what was the upshot? Did you get very ill? Um, I flu, flu symptoms for sort of like a couple of days. I mean, a couple of days. I mean, it was so bad that a couple of days it was a struggle to get down the pub. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then after that, I had about. Um, 
probably lasted about a month whereby you didn't have all your, you know, all your lung capacity. Yeah. Um, the, the, you know, if you, if, you, if you did a long stroll, you'd actually just sort of feel, feel a bit breathless. I mean, not not terrible, but just a bit breathless. So, I mean, that's why it definitely that. And then, um, you know, person I'm with um, had an antibody test and she'd, um, that was positive. So, yeah, it's pretty obvious. And does, does this mean that you can't get it again? Pretty much. I mean, um, the, the percentage of people have had it twice is so small that, um, I mean, it's the equivalent of having, it's the equivalent of having the vaccine. So, I've, I've had it, and I've had, I've had the vaccine, and, and I've, I've had it, and had the vaccine. So, uh, I think I'm, I think I'm reasonably okay. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. Well, I'll just tremble in this room. And, I mean, they're out there. <laughs> so I mean I I mean I'm poor you I mean at least I've been sort of like out and I mean I've been out and about and certainly over the summer um, you know managed to uh, managed to get back back down the pub and they were open again and um, yeah I mean I do miss the pub I don't know about you but I did, I, I, did, I miss the beer well, well I I don't uh, drink actually but. There's a pub in uh, South End called the Railway. It's a, a very old. It's a Victorian pub, and it, it was a, a great music scene there. And I used to go there every Sunday, see the bands, you know, and play. And uh, that's just a memory now. I don't know if they'll get going again. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know how many venues are going to be left, isn't it? Yes, I mean, so many uh, yeah venues and uh, places like that. They can't just start, you know. They'll be bankrupt. Have you um have you got any plans to um go go back to um to Japan? Well, I I, uh, I, I make a bit of a habit of that. I, I, but uh, I don't think anyone can go anywhere anytime soon. You know. No, no, not obviously not anytime soon. But but you are planning to go back. I, I, you know, I've got a lot of friends there. I've been there a lot. I've been there. About thirty-five times or something. Yeah. Done about I, I, twenty or thirty tours there, and just also been there for holidays. Yeah, I went there a couple of years ago because um, my daughter, my daughter Amy, um, st- uh, did um, did Japanese at um, school and got a, a Japanese O level. I mean, not to a huge standard, but she she did spend sort of like a a few years um, learning um, learning Japanese. And then coming up to her thirtieth birthday, she'd never been, and I, I just thought it was a complete and total waste to spend all that time learning Japanese, and then actually not going there and um, actually using it in anger, so to speak. So um, for a thirtieth birthday present, went over there and um, yeah, went over there, and but absolutely brilliant place. Yes, I, I, I mean I, I loved it for the first time I went there. In I was in the eighties or so, and uh, and we we toured ever since every every eighteen months or so, and also doing the big uh, Fuji Rock Festival and but the the place it's I just I just love to be there. 
Yeah, no, no. It's, it, it, I, I, wow, it's beautiful and it's uh, the people are great, and uh, it just feels nice being there. Yeah, but just I, I talk sometimes on uh, Skype with friends from there, but uh, everybody's getting cut off. Yeah, it's it's, it's such a strange time, isn't it, at the moment? Um, but um, hopefully we're uh, seven-eighths of the way through the um, whole mad period. Yes. Yeah, well, everyone's going to be vaccinated by July. And uh, maybe we can, uh, we can carry on. Have you got any gigs booked? Have you got any, anything booked um, to the, for the end of the year? Uh, I guess Simon just told me... I don't know, there's something booked for... Oh, yeah, Sweden and Spain. But, I mean, uh, uh, time stands still here. Yeah, and, it, and, and they've got all the carnets, and they have all the carnets to deal with and all the emotions <laughs> and all that. <laughs> on, top of, on top of it all. Yes. I, I, I didn't really... Mind you, of course, I don't bother myself with such things, but I remember what a dreadful nuisance they were. Yeah, it's all back again, isn't it? It's what terrible. we're talking about is the um, documentation you need to, to if you're a musician, you can't work abroad. If you're taking uh, equipment with you, you, you have to sign uh, documentation. And, of course, now we're in the brave new world. It, that's all come back. Yeah. Um... I, I, I suppose I should think myself lucky that I was never an international star. There's <laughs> 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 Benny Pitts. So are you going to start? Are you going to start? Are you going to pick up that guitar and start practicing? I don't. I, well, I just tell you the truth. I, I sometimes it must be weeks ago now. I had this frightful accident, right? I was I was uh, attempting to open a tin of soup and uh, there was a sudden violent m- movement, right? And this, uh, it went across the top knuckle, on the knuckle of my left forefinger, right? And I thought, when I, when I did it, I thought, that's deep. And I looked down and it was, the, I mean, the blood was pouring. It wasn't like, you know, like cut finger, it was pouring out, right, and the, and the finger was kind of bent, and uh, I, I I bandaged it up, and then the, the, the next day when I was changing the bandage, the wound opened again. It was that deep, and uh, I, of course the finger was kind of paralysed, and I'm thinking, well, that, that might be it, <laughs> you know, and. Uh, Slowly, slowly, it's 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 got better, it, and uh, I, I I couldn't move I, I couldn't move the uh, um, top joint of my finger. I could just just move it downwards. I couldn't move it upwards again. And obviously, I'd cut the tendon. Yeah, so that was. Uh, that was something. So have you have you, try, have, have you tried it out no. recently? Ah. <laughs> uh. I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be. I mean, I can. St- if uh, it, it, it's nearly healed, I hope so. I mean, we've got a bunch of dates to do in February. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I, 
and I, I try and play and it goes snap <laughs> oh. yeah, I think it would be okay was it Django Reinhardt? Was it Django Reinhardt? Django, yes. Uh, Django just had two, two, his first and second fingers on his left hand, and uh, he he'd uh, lost his uh, other uh, fingers in a, a, a fire. His caravan, his gypsy, like, the caravan yeah. was on fire, and, and Django, who I think he was originally a, a violinist, and anyway, he, le- he he learned to play the guitar with with two fingers and. and well, I mean, anyone who's heard Django, and if you haven't, I advise you to. It's just beautiful the the, the way you can play with just those two fingers. But uh, I think I would have been done in if. Well, that, that, um, there's hope after the soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know. Do you, do you keep your spirits up when you're you're locked in like this? Yeah, I'm not on my own, so that's um, um, so that, that's all right. It hasn't been uh, has hasn't been too bad. Um, I mean, loads of people have got it a lot worse, and um, yeah. Um, I when we did the um, when I did those lockdown shows, I sold um, I sold tour t shirts off the back of it. I did loads and loads and loads of them. Um, you know, we sort of like kept my head above the water. So, I, I, you know, um, I, I haven't sort of like uh, headed towards bankruptcy or anything like that. So, um, I mean, least, uh, I, I think a lot of people, um, a lot of musicians and a lot of peers, road crew and people are really suffering suffering financially at the moment. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, when you think and, there's uh, more and more and more people, as you say, there are road crews, there are lighting guys there are it's huge it's not just yeah. like four musicians yes i mean i i saw you know i, I saw something is to feel too bad about your, your, my situation you know it isn't really fair and there are people suffering a hell of a lot more than i am out there oh yeah yeah well then can you think of anything else um, well, I'm, 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 I'm really, definitely, I'm, can't, I mean, really, really looking forward to getting back to gigging again. I am genuinely looking forward to doing the tour together with you. I mean, I, 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 that Mad, Bad, and Dangerous tour we did together was exceptionally, was exceptionally good fun. Well, it, mean, fun. it was really good fun, and uh, yes, certainly, let's hope we can do that. You know, as soon as we manage that, that that tour together, I mean, I think this one's about um, a third of the length. We are, um, I think we'll probably get through that without falling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, not like work, it's not like working with Wild Willie Barrett, is it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, and um, come and uh, come and drop in when we come down to South End for. Um, Absolutely. Uh, for, uh, Absolutely. I'll, I'll make sure I make sure I get in touch. I mean, you, you can play the guitar or just come down and watch us work if you like. <laughs> but, um, but it'd be great to see you. And um, and, and uh, you know, the band have always been really fond of you since um, you did all those Dunkirk trips. I don't know if you can remember coming oh, yes. over to Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Can you remember? Um, uh, the uh, the guitarist behind the curtain gag we did. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, this was great. Um, you weren't quite sure about how it was going to work, but there was basically a curtain that covered half the stage, and there was my guitarist, my rhythm guitarist, Wilco, and the bass player that played guitar um, in my band, and they all hid behind, they all hid behind the... Um, and they hid behind the curtain, but you could see their feet at the, at the bottom of it. And um, Nor, um, Nor, um, Norman and um, Adam, my drummer, was doing the um, basically the, the rhythm section, and the audience had to guess who was the guitarist playing at any given time, and they, and, and they all voted for it. It was really, really good fun because I'd sort of explained that. Um, I'd instructed all the guitarists to all move their feet so that the audience couldn't guess by seeing whose feet were moving. So a, Different guitarists were coming out from behind the curtain and then going yeah. back, right, and then different people were guessing. And then I did one where I was with your guitarist. Uh, uh, we were both playing the same guitar, so two of us. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he was doing the chords, and you and you doing and you doing and you did doing the Wilco strum, yeah, which, we, <laughs> which is hysterically funny because because um, uh, it was obviously very difficult to work out. They're not Wilco chords, but that's a Wilco strum. So <laughs> that's the guitarist should be. But that was that was that was really good fun because the other thing was that. Um, Half the audience, because of the way the movie could actually see what was going on behind the curtain, so they knew exactly who the guitarist was. Um, I, I, I saw a bit of film of that the other day, and it, it is just it is just just very funny. So, um, uh, thanks for I mean, thanks for joining in with that because um, I mean, hello, yeah. it was great. I mean, it's just one of those wonderful bits of entertainment that the band absolutely, uh, band thoroughly enjoyed, and the Otway fans just thought it was absolutely yeah, wonderful. Yeah, ah, happy times. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's quite good. I mean, over our career, I mean, um, there's quite a good crossover. Audience. I think so. Um, I think there's, there's some know, kind of uh, <laughs> there's some there's something in common. Yeah, if you did if you did a Venn diagram of of Wilco fans and Otway fans, there is a crossover. There is um, definitely, oh, there, there's, there's, there's definitely a little coloured section, a little sort of coloured crescent that um, is uh, Otway and Wilco fans. So <laughs> they exist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you're and you're welcome to my um five thousand giggers. Oh yes, yeah, so I should be keeping aware of all this. April is April the second. Um, Sebastopol Empire. April the second, um, two thousand and twenty-two. <laughs> it's bloody strange. You know, using that language like two thousand and twenty-two, isn't it? Yeah, that's. Uh... Um, you know, when you start putting in gigs for um, next year, you know. And um, I mean, what is good? I mean, after all these years. Uh, um, is we both still doing it? Um, I can remember. Uh, I can remember seeing you at Friars Aylesbury when I was. Um, well, I must have been about twenty twenty one year twenty twenty one years old before I'd sort of like started gigging. And um, don't know if you can remember Friars Aylesbury. Oh, I do. I remember it yeah. well. I played there several times. Yeah, it's my hometown, and um, you know, you. I mean. Uh, the Philgers were so, 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 one of the uh, you know a pop, hugely popular act um, 
over that period of time. Yeah, now I'm in this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got dark. This is it's growing dark now, and I'll put the light on. Oh, ah. Uh. Oh, dear. So, uh, yes, um, so I'll do well something, you know, just, just, just what I was just thinking of doing. Um, this year, in October, I'm going to be 69. And, you know, I was sort of saying my, my sort of career lurches from one project to another. Um, well, they, because we've done like things like Core Baby, I'm 63, and um, it's <laughs> various things like that. Um, somebody suggested that we should uh, um, next uh, between this October and next October we do do us Australia, and then we can have the T-shirt with um, Otway 69 going down under. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve. And the problem is, as soon as somebody suggests that, um, you sort of think, no, I have to do it. I have to do it for the T-shirt. So um, that's, a, that's a plan, you know, sometime over the next 18 months to fulfil um, fulfil that T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> yes, do. Well, then. So um, and an absolutely brilliant today, and I hope you get out soon. I, I, I hope, yeah, um, let's all hope you know that, that, that things move differently and yeah, escape the confines of your living room. Yes, indeed, these confines <laughs> are getting a bit tiresome. Yeah, no, it'd be good to be good to sort of strut on the stage again and have a indeed. have a laugh. Indeed, we must yeah. do some rock and roll. Well then. <laughs> Not way. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, cheers, Walco. No, brilliant. I'm Walco Johnson, and I've been talking to John Otway. Um, I'd like to thank our producer Jim Drury, and uh, hopefully see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>